Hello everyone, thank you for listening and watching another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We've got a whole bunch of Premier League and Football League action to sink our teeth into this week, bringing you our best bets as ever. How are you doing, Tom? Ready for a good weekend of profitable action? Yeah, I'm good, mate. A bit concerned with your uh, sniffling. You, you're under the weather a little bit. I know, I know. As I was saying, yeah, up to my eyeballs in cold at the moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apologies for my slightly nasal sound on the pod yeah. today. Quite bunged up. Are you looking forward to the the weekend's action? I am, mate. Yeah, um, you know, season starting to take shape. I think we're starting to learn a lot about the clubs, and also from a betting perspective, I think there's a lot of clubs out there who haven't got the points that their performances yield, and I think we could capitalise on that with some nice prices. Oh, lovely! I like the sound of that. Mm. Um, so we're going to go through the Premier League. Championship, League One and League Two, picking at our highlights as usual. And then we'll uh, wrap it all up in a bomb-proof treble for this week. And we'll look at fantasy football as well at the end. Spoiler alert, it's a shit game. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it too. Um, right, we'll go straight into the Prem then. And uh, no lunchtime kickoff on Saturday. So we're straight into a few three o'clocks. We've only got three. Uh, Palace, Fulham. Luton Wolves and Man City against Forest. Uh, anything that you want to pick out from those three? Yeah, there are. Um, Luton for me. Um, I am fully aware that I said that they would beat Fulham. Uh, they didn't play too badly, actually. I thought they, they showed some decent signs. Uh, ended up losing, of course, uh, 1-0. But for me, I, I see Luton as one of these teams that, you know, it's coming for me. I really do think that. And uh, I think this is a perfect opportunity in Wolves. A fellow struggler, it's a bit of a hashtag six-pointer, isn't it, for me? And, um, yeah, I think Luton are well worth a little look at, at 3.25. Uh, I don't think they've been anywhere near as bad as everyone's making out, personally. Um, and, yeah, I can see them getting off the mark here against a, a Wolves team that probably pound for pound has better players. But, you know, in terms of a unit, you know, I, I don't see them that much better than, than Luton. Luton rightfully the outsiders, of course. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not scared to, to go and back the Hatters. Yeah, big opportunity, isn't it, this this one? You know, Wolves not start the season well in terms of points total and results. So, yeah, great opportunity for Luton to get something on the board here. Um, I also like something in Man City Forest. Um, I think you'll get both teams to score here, priced at 2.2. Mm-hmm. Um, Man City have conceded in four consecutive games. That's against Sheffield United, Fulham, West Ham, and bear with me on my pronunciation of Savena Zvezda, but <laughs> we'll go with Red Star Belgrade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so four consecutive uh, games there against teams you'd probably say they should be beaten to nil, really, not conceding against all of them. Um, West Ham may be the only one that you'd expect maybe to get a goal against City there. But uh, Forest, likewise, doing pretty well in the start of their season. We've had a tough few away games to, to kick off our season with. Um, away at Arsenal, scored there. Away at Man United, scored two there. 
away at Chelsea. Uh, scored one there. So three very tough away trips for Forrest so far. Scored in all of them. Again, another very tough away trip. Probably the toughest of the lot um, at the Etihad. But con- considering Man City are conceding at the moment, Forrest are scoring in these games, even though they're not always getting results. I think both teams will get on the score sheet. And a 2.2, I thought, was a nice price for that. Yeah, 2.87 for Man City to win and both teams to score. Uh, I think, yeah, Forrest have shown that they are more than a match for big teams on the road, for sure. Uh, but let's be realistic, Man City should be winning this game. Uh, but yeah, uh, building on what you said, Tom, Man City with the result as well is 2.87. Just one more thing, actually. Just It's just sprung into my head. Rodri, shots on target market. It's not up yet at time of recording. Um, have a look at it when it is, because that guy is a man reformed in front of goal this season. Mm-hmm. He's having lots of shots, um, scoring goals. And I've noticed for the last three, four Man City games, he's been over-evens to have one shot on target. Mm. So considering he's playing, you know, he's getting in more advanced positions, taking more shots on, in good form, I, I think it might be worth looking into the odds on that one again as well. Yep. I agree. Um, right, so that's the three o'clocks. Uh, 5.30, we've got Brentford against Everton. Uh, fancy Brentford here like I do? Yeah, I do, mate. Yeah, I fancy uh, Brentford to get a win. I just think Everton are terrible, aren't they? Um, for yeah. me, you know, not much separates Everton, Luton um, and Sheff- Sheffield United. So I don't see why we should treat them any differently. And yeah, Brentford, 1.8. I mean, it's a little tight, but I do understand. And uh, yeah, I think I, I'm comfortable backing. Yeah, me too. And then uh, the final Premier League game for Saturday is the 8 o'clock Burnley against Manchester United. 4.7 for Burnley, 4.2 for the draw and 1.77 for Man U. There's something in me which is really being sucked in by that 4.7 for Burnley. Um, I think they're going to upset one of the big boys at Turf Moor this season. And it wouldn't surprise me with Manu's poor away form off the back of a tough night in Munich um, in the Champions League on Wednesday night. Could it be this game? Uh, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Man, Manu, are the, they're the ones, aren't they, right now? I think what you need in this kind of perfect storm scenario for an underdog to beat a big team is for the big team to be, you know, injury ravaged or out of form or in full crisis mode and manure in full crisis mode for sure. So yeah, uh, I can see it. I'm not going to be back in it because honestly, I just don't rate Burnley at all to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I, um, I can see, I wouldn't be surprised if it came off, put it that way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, into Sunday then. Kicks off with a cracker. North London derby. Um, Arsenal against Spurs. Result-wise, I don't dare touch it because I honestly could see all three. Um, yeah. Arsenal are 1.7, so they're heavy favourites compared to Spurs at 4.33. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would be a bit concerned about putting Arsenal on at that price considering the form that Spurs are in and the whole feel-good factor that's around Ange and the club at the moment. Um, 
I think both teams to score is probably the safer way to go. That's 1.57. So, you know, the odds do, uh, you know, follow that. If we look at games between these two sides at the Emirates in recent years, you know, there's been some crackers just to run through the last few results they've had there in the league. 3-1-3-1-2-1-2-2-4-2-2-0-1-1-1-1-1-1. So there's, what that what was that? Nine games, eight of them both teams to score. The last five being over 3.5 goals. So they're, they're typically games full of entertainment. And I could see the same. Yeah, 100%. Um, in terms of goals, I think, you know, the... The market clearly agrees both teams to score is pretty skinny. Overs is pretty skinny as well. Um, I think just value-wise, I think draw or Tottenham interests me at 2.1 or just a straight-up draw, which we, we never, you know, we never put draws mm. out there really because I think I think they're pretty hard to, to land on. But you got two teams here who don't want to lose, first of all. Uh, you've got two teams capable of hurting each other and there's a lot of stake. There's a lot of good players on show and I could see maybe a score draw. So 4.2 for the actual draw. Um, and just because of value, only only reason I'm uh, being tempted towards uh, Tottenham and uh, or a draw on a double chance, because that's 2.1. Arsenal or draw is 1.2. Crikey. Jeez. Yeah, yeah very short. Yeah, very short. I'm looking at the prices for for draw now. You mentioned it. One all is is nine point zero. Two all fifteen point zero. You know, they're they're two score lines I could quite feasibly see coming off. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you're right. Draw, draw, score, draw could be the way to go here. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from this particular game, then uh, up next we've got a, a raft of. Two o'clock kickoffs on Sunday. So we've got Brighton against Bournemouth, Chelsea against Villa, and Liverpool against West Ham. Um, anything for you in the Brighton game? They're very short. They're just so short, aren't they? Uh, Brighton to win and both teams to score is two point five. Uh, I really do believe in in Bournemouth, and I think they've got a really good team with some promising players. Um, I don't see them as kind of fodder or anything like that. So that's the only thing I can yeah. pull from that game because Brighton are Brighton are being priced as a team that are kind of on a level with where they are, basically. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. they're being yeah. priced because they're a good team and they're priced at one point three six. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Villa. Personally, don't want anything from that particular game. Could go any any which way. I agree. If this uh, was at Villa Park, it'd be all over Villa. Yeah, yeah. And then oh. Liverpool West Ham again. Nothing massively here for me. Wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool won. Maybe both teams on the score sheet, but nothing I'm overly confident in. I agree with the uh, the score sheet thing. Um, so you know, a bit of a theme for me. Uh, Liverpool and both teams to score is two point five. Um, you know, I think it's easy to forget that Liverpool are unbeaten so far and were top of the table briefly uh, when they beat Wolves. Um, yeah, the the 1.4 on the nose for the home side doesn't interest me, but maybe with the both teams to score extension, West Ham particularly devastating on the break with the rebirth of Antonio. 
uh, at Spearhead. Yeah, okay. And finally, we've got Sheffield United at home to Newcastle. Is there anything that you like here? I was, I'm just trying to find a price. So if there's anything you like, go ahead and talk about it. Uh, I think unders, to be honest with you. Um, under 2.5 is priced at 2.2. Um, little bit of a, you know, obviously Newcastle, the first time in a long time they've had to go away on the continent, play a game, come back, get refreshed, get ready for uh, Premier League football again. So... I think Sheffield United will, will sniff blood, but ultimately not have enough. And I think this might end up in a you know a a one nil for Newcastle or something like that. So under two point five is two point two. Mm. I wouldn't be expecting fireworks from Newcastle in this fixture personally. Let's see how they deal with the European side of things. Yeah, um, that kind of lends in quite nicely to the price that I was looking for, and I found. So it's not the biggest price. It's 1.61, but it's Sheffield United plus two on the handicap. Um, So that means Sheffield United need to not lose by more than one goal in order for that bet to win. Um, Every game they've played so far in the league, they've lost by one, um, and then they've drawn one against Everton. So every defeat, that's the one to Spurs, to Man City, to Forest, to Palace. It's all been by just the one goal. They've been they've been tough to beat, haven't they? Even though they have been being beaten. Um, so yeah, exactly what you were saying. Um, I could see the same again. Narrow win for Newcastle after a tough European night. Hard work, expended a lot of energy out in Milan, I'm sure. So yeah, it's not going to be the easiest game for Newcastle this one. Um, right, that is it then for the Prem. Let's move into the Championship. Um, is there anything you want to get started with? Yeah, I'll get us kicked off with Leicester. Um, I I want to say that I'm still not convinced by Leicester, to be honest with you. Um, I don't see them hitting the levels required to, to win the league or anything like that right now, even though their points total, it's hard to argue, isn't it? With uh, seven games played, six wins and just one defeat, that anomaly against Hull that... Uh, I did manage to pick out, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go for Leicester here. They're 1.7. They're against the Bristol City side, who have picked it up in the last couple. Uh, they got a midweek thumping, didn't they, uh, against Plymouth. They won 4-1. Um, and in their last away game, they did beat Swansea 2-1. Um, I've actually got a really good record on the roads that I'm kind of going against here. Uh, but I think the the level of opponents that they've played on the road, this is a big step up. Swansea, Hull, Millwall are struggling. Um, You know, there's going to be bigger challenges and and Leicester is one of them. So 1.7 for the Foxes, even though I'm not ready to fully jump on the train. Yep. Okay. Uh, For me, it's similar price, 1.7. Well, the same price. Ipswich at home to Blackburn. What a start to the season for Kieran McKenna and the Tractor Boys. Mm. Um, Four consecutive wins uh, across all competitions, so three on the bounce in the league, one in the cup. Uh, Same record as Leicester. So they played seven, won six, lost just the one, scored the same amount of goals as Leicester, 13, conceded just two more. So, yeah, another team that's made a fantastic start to the season. 
Um, full of momentum. Off the back of a good, hard-fought 1-0 away win in midweek away at Southampton. And Blackburn are, are very much a, a win-one-lose-one kind of team. Um, they've done exactly that across the last five games. Win-one-lose-one, win-one-lose-one. Uh, lost in midweek to Sunderland, 3-1. Hopefully that doesn't mean they'll win this weekend. But um, no, I don't think they will. I think Ipswich at home as well are going to be far too strong for this Blackburn side who are very up and down. I'm not in love with the championship this weekend, I'll be honest with you. So what I'm going to do is is jump ahead to Monday night. Um, Coventry, for some reason, are playing Huddersfield on, on Monday night at, uh, in Big Coventry. MNF. Yeah, don't know why MNF, yeah, not sure why that's happening, but it is. Um, I'm going to back Coventry. They've not won in their last five games. Um, They've been kind of, you know, lots of draws in there, four consecutive draws before losing to Cardiff uh, in midweek. Cardiff on a, a good run, especially at the Cardiff City Stadium. And Huddersfield, as most people will know, are managerless. So, Neil Warnock. Uh, mutual consent, whatever happened there, I don't think it really matters for us punters. What what matters is he's not there. And Huddersfield, as we've seen without Neil Warnock, is a completely, completely different animal to Huddersfield with Neil Warnock. I I don't I think there's too much uncertainty around Huddersfield to to think that they can go to Coventry and get a result. I'm a big Coventry believer and think that they'll turn it round. I wish they were better priced than 1.8. We've been seeing a lot of short prices for Coventry this year. I think last year, you know, last year, Tom, we got ahead of the curve a little bit and we were backing them when they were not fancied because we saw something that not many other people did. Now they've made that playoff final. I think we're getting shafted a little bit on the prices, but I think they'll win regardless. Yep. Uh, I can see that one for sure. Um, definitely can take advantage of this kind of little bit of disruption at Huddersfield at the moment with the managerial situation. Um, I am drawn to Preston at 2.3 away at Rotherham. Mm. I know Rotherham is not an easy place to go. They've not been too bad at home so far this season, but Preston, six wins on the spin in the championship, seeing them go to the top of the division. And to get a team who's won six on the bounce... At 2.3, oh God, it's like a black hole. It's sucking me in, man. It's sucking me in. Um, i I'm just been so impressed with Preston um, and I just can't go against this form. So I'm sure it's going to end at some point, but, you know, they've been knocking off teams in recent weeks that are better than Rotherham. You know, we're talking Birmingham, Plymouth, Sunderland a few weeks ago. You know, the... They, they've got more than enough in the locker to beat Rotherham so far this season. They do. Um, Rotherham do fall under that category where I think they're better than what the results have, have shown. Mm. And you, you just mentioned that. So that's the reason I didn't read that one out. But yes, you know, if you force me to choose somebody to win that or throw in the draw even, I'd take Preston. But uh, I kind of respect Rotherham. You know, I, I think they uh, they might cause an issue yeah fair um can we talk about another team who don't ever get any respect in the markets yeah who Uh, yeah yeah 3.75 this week away at stoke 
You know, if, if you're looking at Stoke and they're 1.9 favourites for this game, under evens, they're a team that have lost four of the last six games, three of the last four, won one of six. They're in no sort of form whatsoever. And yet they're under evens against this consistently underrated, undervalued Hull side. 3.75 for Hull to get a result away at Stoke. Even if you just go double chance and not just Hull on the nose, you know, I still think you can get a winner here because Hull have gone away to to Leicester and won, like you mentioned. They've just drew with Leeds 0-0 in midweek, um, drew one all with Coventry prior to that, drew one all with a Bristol City side who are on good form. This is a Hull side who have had, a on paper, a fairly tough start to the season, and they've not lost in any of the last six games. I'm so impressed with them, really am. And this, on paper, is their easiest game uh, for, what, six weeks? So yeah. for me, it could be a big price, I think, here. For, for it me. is a big price. Uh, reason I didn't read it out, um, just kind of still trying to learn about them, to be, to be honest with you, uh, and still trying to figure yeah. out in my head where they land. But yeah, I, I can see why you'd be interested, especially at that price. Um, no more anyway, after that one for me and the champ. Okay, um, which means we can dive into to League One, Tom, uh, and I'll get us kicked off with Stevenage. Um, mm. They're playing against Cheltenham Town, who, you know, it's customary, you can't mention Cheltenham Town without mentioning that they haven't scored in the league yet. Yeah, that's correct, eight games. Uh, they have recently... Uh, let go of their manager, Wade Elliott, uh, today. So we're recording on Wednesday. And yeah, five defeats in a row. Haven't won their last 12 games. They've lost every game at home so far. Uh, they're playing against the Stevenage side. Sorry, that I think I was getting very excited about up until a couple of games ago where they've put up some decent results in the last couple, but they've stopped being that, like, super impressive um, side that we were kind of getting spoiled with. A 2-2 draw at home of Carlisle. It's not the end of the world. I think we have to remember Stevenage, a newly promoted, and a 1-1 draw with Charlton. Decent. Charlton, obviously, in uh, a transitional period. But I think they can go away to Cheltenham. Uh, Obviously, Stevenage way more settled. They know who they are. And they know everyone knows their job. They've got a distinct style of play. Piergiani is going to be absolutely all over every set piece. They're priced at evens. I think it's a decent price, to be honest with you. I'll be interested in uh, Stevenage at evens away at Cheltenham. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Only have to score one and they'll win, don't they? Well, Um, ideally, yeah. yeah. It's shocking. (laughs) The, the, the new manager bounce, I guess, is the, the one scary element to, to that. If they have a new manager in place, that is, I guess, by uh, by the weekend. But, um, yeah, you, you've got to go with Stevenage, haven't we? Um, considering yeah. the run that Cheltenham are on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at a game involving another side who have recently had a new manager but are equally as, as poor. Um, so I'm looking at Burton to beat Fleetwood. Burton a price at 2.55 for the win. Fleetwood... I think you mentioned it last week on the pod. We've got Lee Johnson 
in charge. Uh, yeah. First game out, weekend. Um, Julie lost three 0 at home to Oxford. Obviously, obviously Oxford are a very good side, but yeah, not the start he'd have wanted. So that means Fleet would have lost six on the bounce now in the league. So they're really struggling. A lot of rot has set in there. Uh, and it's going to be tough for, for Lee Johnson, streaky Lee, to turn it around. Um, and they go to a Burton side, and I'm hoping midweek was the catalyst. A lot of people had Port Vale on their midweek accumulators, me included yep. on one. Yeah, me coupon too. Coupon buster. Big coupon buster. Port Vale at home lost 3-2 to Burton. Um, result. Kind of out of nowhere, really, because Burton had been in no sort of form before that particular game, and Port Vale were on an absolute roll. So for Burton to go there against a team in such good form, score three goals, get the victory, I'm hoping that is the catalyst that they need to start pushing themselves up the table, back at home, big opportunity to follow up against a team, winless in six, 2.55 to get the win. This, if they win, will look in hindsight like a really good price. Yep, agreed. I'm going to have a look at Wickham Wanderers, uh, a team that I've not really, you know, not really backed too much this season. Uh, 3.25 they are in their away game at Charlton Athletic. Um, Wickham up to ninth after a bit of a bit of a stodgy start, I would say, as they tried to kind of. Uh, get underway under Matt Bloomfield, but they've responded with three consecutive wins in all comps. One was the Football League trophy against Palace U23s or whatever. So, you know, we'll take that with a grain of salt for sure. Uh, but yeah, Charlton, I just mentioned that, you know, they, they brought in Michael Appleton and, you know, they're finding their feet. Uh, I'm an Appleton believer. I like him a lot. Uh, I think he'll be a good hire as. Time goes on, but right now, you know, this is about this weekend and Wickham have the bit between their teeth. Uh, you know, three consecutive clean sheets in those wins gives them a bedrock to go to uh, Valley Parade. Uh, Valley Parade, bloody hell, that's a shocker. The Valley and um, <laughs> and put on a performance. They're unbeaten in their last two uh, appearances there as well. So. Sorry? I'm thinking, do, do I edit that out? and save you <laughs> or do we keep it in <laughs> well now we've got to keep it in i save myself but yeah 3.25 for Wickham I think we can uh, capitalise on on them kind of becoming what they want to be and kind of you know getting on the right track mm. yep absolutely um, and look we don't compare notes as we've mentioned a lot of the times before on the pod I have three games uh, highlighted on my phone Burton Wickham, Stevenage. So <laughs> that's all three covered from my perspective. Yeah. Um, is there anything else in League One you want to touch on? Uh, I think Oxford-Exeter. Uh, it's a bit of a top-of-the-table kind of game. Um, we've mm. got both teams to score. It's priced at 1.75, so maybe one for uh, both teams to score. Acker, I know a lot of people uh, really enjoy doing those. I, I just think this is going to be... Oxford only know one way to play, really. Uh, they do have a solid foundation at the back, but Exeter will be coming here um, in no kind of, uh, you know, they'll be coming here with no fear, despite 
Tom, did you see the midweek uh, Football League trophy yes. result for Exeter? Yes, yes, shocker. <laughs> Nine nil, uh, a Reading win um, at St James's Park. So, not that's not great, but it's definitely good for both teams to score. I think. Um, yeah, I, I did. To uh, one. Yeah, I did. Um, I saw that, and when <laughs> I was doing my research for the part earlier today. I had to dig deeper into that result and it was pretty much an entirely changed 11 for both sides. Um, Yeah. So both very much played their second strings. So I'm hoping if, you know, that won't impact psychologically the the Exeter first team that will play this Saturday against Oxford. Um, But yeah, mega result, isn't it? For Red. Crazy. Wild. Bloody hell. Yeah, those those reserves that played that game ain't getting a look in, are they, anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, uh, and also, just on an Oxford-themed tangent, I feel like I can't go anywhere at the moment without hearing Carl Robinson on things. I know he's not there anymore and hasn't been for a few months, but, mm. yeah, he's on the radio, he's on podcasts, he's getting himself all over the place in the media, old Carl. Mm. Good for him. Yeah. Um, anyway, League Two. League Two. I'll get started with MK Dons, uh, a team that I don't, I don't massively trust on the road. Uh, they got a fifty percent um, win rate. They played for one two, lost two. But I I did did a bit of digging, and I think they've had some tough opponents, uh, especially. Um, at home this season, which may kind of have affected form, but I think they're coming out of those tough games with some decent credit. Um, a one-one draw against Notts County, lots of credit there. Um, a two-one loss to Stockport, but by all accounts they they play pretty well. I'm I'm okay with that. And then a football league trophy game, which you know we don't know whether to read too much into that or not. A win over Oxford, so. Yeah, I think they've had some tough, tough opponents. I do think they'll be able to beat Sutton, Sutton bottom of the EFL. One win and seven losses in eight games. Uh, they've lost three of four at home. They've only scored five goals uh, in that time. And yeah, I just think the the difference between these two teams, just in general, in terms of ability uh, for the players and the managers and the patterns of play and the tactics... Yeah, for me, MK on streets ahead. They're two point five five. I expect them to get the win personally. This is a game that again I've got down, and I was going to read it out. But do you know sometimes you get a price which makes you think, "Hmm, that's not how I'd have priced this game up in yeah. my infinite wisdom." <laughs> So I'm wondering why MK Dons are as big as as two point five five, and just like. To, to show you, Sutton a 2.62. So there's hardly anything between the two uh, in yeah. the eyes of the bookies. Which is So wrong. I'm just wondering, is that wrong? Is there, is there something that we're missing? Because for me, MK Don should be a lot closer to even money for this yeah. game, considering, like you say, they've had a tough run, but beyond that, a, a good start. And mm. Sutton a woeful. Yeah. So, hmm. 
Rubbish. I'm going to be suckered in. I'll bet on, I'll bet on MK Dons this weekend. Same <laughs> here, yeah. mate. It's one of them. It wouldn't surprise me if they don't if they don't get a result for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, uh, let's look at Knox County. Uh, won't spend too long on this one. They're one point five three to get the win at home to Forest Green uh, County, second in the league, uh, seventeen points, one point behind Gillingham at the top of the league. Forest Green in 21st, just two wins from their eight games so far this season. Uh, Notts County at home in the league, played three, won three, scored at least two in all three games. And Forest Green, if we look at their away record, to be fair to them, it's not been too bad. Um, They've played Harrogate, Wimbledon and Sutton, and they've not lost to any of them. But, you know, they are struggling. Um, They lost against Doncaster last game out, which you correctly predicted, so well done to you. Conceded four against Crew the game before that in the league. So, yeah, I think despite their away record not being too bad, despite their lowly league position, I think Notts County have got more than enough to win this game so far. Uh, more than enough to win this game. Mansfield are priced at 1.7. They're my next tip. Um, pretty impressed with Barrow, to be honest with you. Um, you know, just from kind of in my head how they were doing, I didn't realise they were 10th. Uh, which is which is pretty good, I think, for for Barrow. Not to sound patronising, but yeah, they've won just one of their last six, uh, losing two of them and drawing three of them. Uh, I think this is a very difficult game for Barrow, even though they did actually win here uh, last season. Mansfield, I think, are just on another level. To be honest with you. Um, the players at their disposal going forward is is unbelievable. Their bench, their strength and depth is absolutely insane. Um, yeah, Mansfield, it's been the nearly season, almost every season, but I think this is the one. Uh, they haven't suffered defeat yet in the league. Uh, they would love more wins and draws. They've got three draws and uh, sorry, three wins and five draws in their eight games, uh, but no defeats. And uh, two wins from three with a draw, of course, at home, conceding just two goals. Uh, 1.7, I think they are a very good bet this weekend. Yep. Okay. Uh, last game that I want to touch on is Stockport against Wrexham. Mm. Uh, this is going to be a cracker of a game, I think. Um, Big one. You've got two, yeah, two teams, you know, pre-season odds. These two are bang up there in the bookies' um, favourites to win the division and win promotion. Wrexham started better than Stockport, but Stockport now starting to turn things around with consecutive wins. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, a cracking game. I think there's going to be goals. 1.57 is both teams to score. So, um, I, I, funny enough, I didn't think that was horrendous, <laughs> considering yeah. some of the both teams' score prices we've been seeing in... Uh, Premier League games recently. Yeah. Um, Stockport have had both teams to score in five consecutive games. Wrexham have kept it a bit more tight recently. Um, but in the league, they've had both teams to score in uh, six of their eight games that they've played. They are bolstered as well by the return of Paul Mullen. Mm. And I want to go, I want to ask your opinion on a potential investment in a minute regarding Paul Mullen. Um, But yeah, for for me, uh, both teams to score definitely in this game. 
if you wanted to go for a winner, either Stockport or Wrexham, I'd be doubling that up with both teams to score, whichever way you choose, because yeah. I don't think Great. someone's going to win to nil. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Uh, but yeah, my investment or potential investment. So Paul Mullin is now back. He started the last game, uh, didn't score. So he's on zero goals for the season. And I'm looking, should I invest in Paul Mullin to be League Two top goal scorer? And he's currently 25 to 1 outright with with most bookies. Um, and I'm not really... I'm not concerned about him winning. If I do each way, you get a quarter of the odds for four places. Right? So if he finished in the top four but didn't win, so if he came second, third or fourth in top goal scorers at the end of the season, you get about, what, six to one back, 6.5 to one back on your initial investment. Um, He's seven goals behind at the moment. Nine. Do you think he's got it in him to catch up a seven-goal deficit and finish in the top four League Two top goal scorers for a six-to-one bet to come in, pretty much? Yes. Yeah, I can see that happening. I think that's a good bet. Um, I think it's kind of tight in a weird way, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's just because it's Paul Mullin. But, uh, yeah, so for listeners, we've got Jake Young at the top with nine goals. Then we've got Kilo Don uh, for Mansfield, uh, Elliot Lee for Wrexham, and James Tilly for Wimbledon, and Will Evans for Newport, all on seven. I think, Tom, is Swindon's goal scoring sustainable for an entire season? Probably not at that rate. Uh, Kilo Don is largely a winger. Um, Elliot Lee, his role will probably change with... Paul Mullin kind of getting involved. So I think it's on, mate. Uh, my pick at the start of the season, after opening day anyway, uh, Moa Isa is on five. I, I think that will be your biggest competition. So I would say go for it. Yeah. 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 So just to give you like money, monetary examples, if you put £50 on each way, that would be a £100 total stake. If you became top goal scorer at the end of the season, it would return... £1,662 from your £100 investment. Yeah. If he finished second, third or fourth, you'd get back £362. Mm. I'm into it. Yeah, sounds good. Mm. I might join you. Have a little gamble. Yeah, might join you. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, no more League Two games for me. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No, uh, we'll just have a look quickly uh, fan, uh, not fancy football, not yet, thank God. Uh, last week's treble, uh, <laughs> 10.83. It was the biggest of the season so far, and it was a bit of a marathon. We did a Saturday game, a Sunday game, and a Monday game. And the only reason we did that is because we thought that they were the best games available. Um, so we had Preston on the Saturday. They beat Plymouth 2-1. Then we had Leeds on the Sunday away at Millwall. They won 3-0. And then it all rested on Monday night with, with Forrest against Burnley. And obviously most people know by now that that was a 1-1 draw. Very disappointing, uh, both as a Forrest fan and uh, for the treble. Uh, really thought that they would get that done, to be honest with you. But 
Uh, it's a great start to the season overall for Forest, so can't be too sad. Uh, new treble this week, though, Tom. Yes, uh, back to all Saturday this week. Um, so we're going to go for Brentford to beat Everton, Ipswich to beat Blackburn, and Notts County to beat Forest Green. So that's Brentford, Ipswich, Notts County, all to win. Uh, the treble pays 4.74, so £10 is ample stake, would return £47.40 pence back. Nice, nice. Sounds good. Uh, I'll let you take fancy football um, because for some reason, I've been trying for the last little bit, uh, the app won't open for me on my phone. I wish it wouldn't open for me as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Red arrows everywhere. Yeah, I'm plummeting down the league. What, three weeks ago, I was about 120th or something. Now I'm 250th. So I'm dropping like a stone. Um, yeah, it's a bad, bad game at the moment for me. Um, you faring any better? No, terrible. All I I know I forgot to do my team last week. So I, I knew what oh, was coming. Please. And to be honest with you, it's my own fault. <laughs> it's what, what we like. Six, seven games in, and you're already forgetting to do your team. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's a nightmare. Boding well, is it? It's a nightmare. Right. Um, the current leader has 346 points. So we'll go from 10 to 1. We've got Charlie Donnelly, Simon Moran, Brian Grant, Emmanuel McBearicki, Tommy Rafferty, Andrew Robson, Kyle Johnston, Eddie Beard. Mackenzie Lister and Ross McWalker-Dale with his 346 points. He is still top with his team Hall of Fame. So, yeah, um, well done to Ross. If you think you can beat him, if, you've, if you're in a league already and you've got more than 346 points, come and join our league. We can give you the code on Fancy Football. If you've got a horrendously difficult name to pronounce <laughs> and you'd make your way into our top 10, then, then feel free to join because it makes <laughs> It makes it funny on the pod. Yeah, international out, but, international uh, listeners and FPL players encouraged to sign up, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you do want um, the code, yeah. uh, you can get it through Twitter, T underscore FB podcast, um, past 2,600 followers today, actually. Um, so... Yeah, we're slowly getting where we want to be. If you want to join in with the midweek Twitter tips that you would have missed this week, um, then that's the place to be. That's the only spot uh, where you can get them. So, yeah, uh, T underscore FB podcast. Yeah, cool. And if you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, um, yeah, if you are... Lucky this weekend, get any winners, uh, please do send them in. We love to see them or, or anything that you fancy this weekend that maybe we've missed on the show. We love to hear your opinions as well. So uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, guys. We hope you have a profitable weekend and we'll see you next week. <laughs>